Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome back to episode 64 of the Play By Your Podcast. There we are. Here, yes, there we are. If we were there, there we are. Whatever you want to say, I don't know. Anyway, uh, sign in if you're in the audience. As always, uh, we have Howard, Hall of Famer Allison. Yes. Uh, we have uh, other people that have not yet signed in. Please do. Uh, we want to recognize you, or you may lurk in the shadows, I guess, if you like. Either or is fine with us. So, again, episode 64 of the Play It By Ear podcast. It is Independence Day week. Independence Day uh, here on Sunday. That is kind of our, uh, uh, I don't know if you call it a straight-up theme. It's kind of a... The, there, a loose there conglomerate of image. Yeah, there you go. Loose conglomerate of thing. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, Miss Wilson, let the show begin, indeed. Uh, but you, yeah, you will see some uh, Independence Day slash Americana we- woven, weaving, almost said weaving, weaving, woven throughout this show. And uh, again, that's in honor of our nation's birthday, which is actually not our nation's birthday. I mean, people didn't sign the document on July 4th. That's, that's the misnomer. Two actually, people all. Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah, two people John Hancock and. Some other dude. The, uh, oh, what was his name? Daggone it. The, uh, the secretary, the secretary of the, of the Congress. And again, yeah, his name flew right yeah. out of my ear. Those are the two that signed on the 4th, and then the other signed in August. Actually, they kind of trickled down through and signed as they went along. I believe John Adams wanted to celebrate it on the 2nd of July. He did indeed. He was overruled. Which I'm sure he didn't like at all. <laughs> Yeah. As obnoxious and disliked as he was. Uh, anyway. That's true. <laughs> right? 1776, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure if you went through American history at Eastern High School with Mrs. German, you have seen it. If you didn't, you need Say, to see vote, it. Yes. <laughs> vote, vote, yes. Vote, yes. Vote for independence. job. <laughs> Congress should have its own privy. And- uh, privy. I always liked that word, way. privy. I did too. <laughs> we should bring that back. Uh, housing. back. Housing will be up north this weekend. Uh, yes, come. Uh, welcome north. back to Ohio early, Allison. Uh, Savannah with us, also Hall of Famer. So uh, welcome one, welcome all. Once again, this is episode 64 of the Play It By Your podcast. Thank you very much, Miss Wilson. Sit down, John, indeed. Um... If you have not been here before, we all bring a topic to the table. We talk about it for 20-ish minutes, and then uh, we move on, move forward. We have not talked about these topics up until this point. So, it is a uh, organic, as we like to say. Uh, we are in order on the screen as we will present our topics, as always, or as most always. Uh, it pretty much has been always here. Uh, 
we have a game at the end, which I moderate, but uh, that's why I'm at the end. So, uh, yes, uh, Howard, it does have some flaws, but, you know, it, it's, it's mostly good. I showed it to my government classes at Lynchburg, and I told them you will never forget this because they break out into song, you'll hate it, but you'll never forget it. And it's, it's true enough historically that it's okay. Uh, true story <laughs> about this. Uh, there is a friend of ours, uh, one of my co-workers, I was going to Connecticut. It's like, yeah, we're going to spend the weekend in Connecticut. I start going, in Connecticut! <laughs> and they looked at me like I was high. It's like, wait a minute, long story. Let me jump into this. So, yeah. I've never seen it. What? We need to we need to stage a uh, what that probably we should have done tonight we should have just done a uh, showing of seventeen seventy six yeah we can do a watch along we'll do that next week <laughs> oh Jess another hall the hall of famers are in the room tonight Jess with us good to see our hall of famers in our long times yes. it's great. All right, so again we'll talk twenty ish minutes on our topic. We do want to invite you first. Visit our website, www.playbyearpodcast.com, and we will refer to it as we go throughout the episode here. We'll tell you about uh, different things that you'll find on the website, uh, but it is there for your enjoyment. Brady Liming will go first. Todd will uh, be in the middle slot, and I will round us out tonight with our game. So, Brady, you're up. All right. So, going with our uh, Americana, this is a humorous take on Americana. And um, I'm not going to, I'm borrowing a little bit from the article, but loosely based, it's things that Americans do that freak foreigners out in a funny way. So, when people come, uh, it, it definitely uh, makes us American. It's things about us that are uniquely American. And um, you got to look at this through a funny lens, and it can be quite funny. Um, so, now, once again, it's kind of stereotypical, but hey, as I'm looking through this list, it's like, oh yeah, this is totally true. So um, it, it's just funniness. It, get ready to be dazzled with things that you might not even be aware that you do. They're uniquely American. that freak people from other countries out just a little bit. And here we go, starting with number one. It's quite an intro. That it was quite was. an intro, I, Brady. I, I was trying was. to build it up. Was I selling it? <laughs> you were indeed. Okay, so smiling at strangers. That is something uniquely American. Um, and it says that uh, we're looking at a new... Uh, that, okay, I'm going to break this down. I'm not going to read. But I have said that Americans, we smile a lot at strangers. And I found out, especially to uh, people that are visiting from Asia or when Americans go to Asian countries, we have to be careful how we smile because... When we smile in America, it's a smile that means happiness. But I found out that in Asia, um, that uh, there's particular countries, if I'm correct, I believe it is South Korea, that how you smile has a loaded meaning. Like, they will smile politely. But if you smile with teeth, that's flirtatious. So if you're going to... That's a very common. Well, hang on, that was that was beyond just smiling with teeth, Brady. With the head nod, the mouth open. That was a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think good. you would even creep out an American with that. Because <laughs> I'm going to make that my point to do that at least once this week. I know. Yeah, because it, what they what they hear when you're doing that is. 
that's what they hear. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, what uh, I hear. Smiling with teeth. No, but legitimately, like, there's the smile, and it's not a standoffish thing. It's just, um, it, it's a uniquely American thing. So, I didn't realize that. Do you think, because I could see that both ways, as in smiling is, is friendly, but also sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, I think you smile sometimes out of awkwardness <laughs> and not wanting to talk. The curt smile? Yeah, like like a nice smile and nod, and you're, and you're saying, just please don't say hello to me or don't talk to me. <laughs> you know, you're hoping that will suffice and you won't have to, you won't have to actually speak. Yes. So, uh, I, now the psychologist in me has just, really been intrigued by your comment there, Todd. So I'm going to delve into this. Uh, so is that something you do to someone you know as you're walking by? You kind of give them a smile and a head nod, and you're thinking, I really don't want to be stopped and talked to right now. I just want to move along, but I want I to acknowledge your presence here. <laughs> I, I think both. I, I think that, you know, there might be times where you're in a hurry or you're just in a bad mood, and you will definitely give the uh, please don't talk to me nod to a to a you know someone that you know but also i think just for strangers is because if you're close enough to talk to them you know but yet you don't want to talk to them i think that can ward <laughs> off any you know i want to show that i'm friendly but i don't i want to also show that i don't really care to talk to you so i'll put myself on the psychiatrist's couch here the smile and the head nod serves as a now you guys can relate and maybe some people uh, who have not been in education, who have not dealt with thousands of people in a very close environment in a classroom setting. I mean, you teach people that you taught 20 years ago and they change a little bit and you look at them and you think, I think I know them, but I'm not sure I know them. So I'm gonna give a smile and a head nod and I'll, if, if a conversation ensues, I'll listen to the conversation and maybe I'll be led to who I'm talking to. Trigger a memory. Right. So uh, that's what the smile and head nod signifies for me, but, uh, but I don't know. I think one thing that we've tapped into here that we can all agree to is that uh, the smile and the head nod are a tandem. They are a, they are a package deal. You typically Indeed. don't do one without the other. You know, well, some people might. I mean, I, I don't. I think probably the three of us don't. Well, I, I think right. I think it's more likely that you do the head nod without the smile rather than the smile without a head nod. And sometimes the head nod without the smile is when you you and the other person know something that that maybe you don't want other people to know. Then you kind of, you know you kind of <laughs> point of order. And this has me really intrigued. This is going to go off the rails. How do you head nod? Right like that. That's too much. That's too. That's too See, animated. I know the opposite. I had left. I'm like. I'm that, like. That's, that's, yeah. That's a, <laughs> yeah. That's that's true. I yeah. I think that's a nod. Hey. <laughs> it depends on what you're talking about. The back of your head is the back of your head is dipping. Your chin is elevated. Elevated. So which direction? You don't is lead it? with your chin. Can't it's, lead with your chin on a nod. Okay. Okay. I got yeah, it. It's, it's just a. Uh, the chin does not move forward. It just... You don't turn it, 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 it down. It, it, it elevates. It, a, a nod with the chin shows it, it's pompous. It's like, you know, like, I don't know. Like you're like, an officer acknowledging an underling? Like No, like like you're in high school and uh, your girlfriend uh, just broke up with her boyfriend to go with you. 
and he's walking down the hallway and you do the like that to him, you know. Oh. It's uh you don't <laughs> it's, it's more of a you see So that? so showing your nostrils is considered to be a a diss of sorts. Yeah. So which direction when you hear the word nod, are you thinking upward or downward? If there were an arrow, if this were a uh, uh, a graphic of a nod, would you have the arrow going down or up? When I think nod, I think down. Down. But I don't think I greet or acknowledge people by nodding. I think I live. I'm more than Matthew McConaughey from Days of Confused. Like, hey, I'm not the I. Okay, so so here's another aspect of the head nod smile combo. I don't think females do it. I think that's a strictly male action. Hmm, uh, that's interesting. That is interesting, and I think you're correct. I think so too. Wow, my mind is blown. Now, if, if we, have, uh, we, have some, we have some females in the audience here, females, do you do the smile and the head nod acknowledgement? And can I, I ask another question? If, if yes. people could be honest with us, please show us your hand, raise your hand, if you caught yourself sitting there nodding and seeing how you nod, like we just were. Like, almost like looking in a mirror to see how you look. You, uh, be honest and tell everybody. Doing that. No, everybody was doing that. No, I Oh, like just now? Yeah, like when we were just talking, like we were just oh. talking, I bet a lot like of people. Like I thought, do you, say, do you say I sit around and check no, out my I'm head saying, nod? Like, like right when we were just talking <laughs> about the nod. Upward. Is nodding. They're, pra- or, they're yeah. practicing it, analyzing their nod lift. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the audience is chiming in. We have, we've hit a nerve here. Uh, first of all, uh, Gary with us. Welcome, Gary. Uh, we have a measurement, which we probably should put in the isms. Ish is roughly two times, 2.5 times as in 20-ish minutes. So yeah. ish could is approximately 2.5 times that, which probably tends to be true. <laughs> All right. Uh, we I don't know if it's on your list yet, Brady, but uh, Miss Wilson says one of, one of the things here in the United States is our obsession with ice and our drinks. Um, it's that probably is true. Very American. Yeah. Probably true. Yeah. So, uh, Treva says she's gotten a smile and head nod from me. Treva, I know you. I, 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 I'm not saying I do that only to people I don't know, but that is exclusively for a person I may not know. Treva, I do know you. So. That, that's like skipping the credits. Amongst friends, the head nod and the smile is like, yeah, I know how you are. Just like, I see you in the bottle of yeah. You know, it's skipping the credits and going right to the, you know, amongst your, along your way, right? Yeah. Okay. So Allison uh, does do the smile and head nod and says it's a military thing, and she does it when she's acknowledging another soldier, and I'm avoiding them saluting me. <laughs> wow. So you, so you so can shirk off the salute? That's what I was saying. You can shirk off the salute if you're a higher-ranking officer. Is that allowed? I didn't even think that was allowed. I thought they had to. I thought they yeah, had to wave or at least raise their hand and acknowledge something with their hand, like, yeah, 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 that is, is as we're... I have a question. Is shirk off an actual word? <laughs> is that a term, or do you just make it up? No, shirk off is a word. Shirking your duties? Okay. Shirking your duties, yes. Okay. I, I didn't, I did I, I said shirk I know, I know, I know what you said. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I never really heard it used that way before. 
So Treva also does the head nod smile combo, but adds gotta add sup. sup. But you can't say what's up. It has to be That's sup. That's definitely a chin up. You don't go sup. You don't yeah. go. What's up? <laughs> you, you might, if somebody says sup, you might say nothing. You might throw it down. <laughs> like a marching band. Remember when we had to make the L to do the perfect right? That was the appropriate chin height for that attention. So you have to measure your head nod like, okay, that's correct. Lilt and y'all. Lilt. Lilt. Lilt and y'all. It's and y'all. You know what Lilt makes me think of? Lilt makes me think of hair. Hair products. There was a hair product called Lilt. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Couple more comments here. Uh, Howard says, head tilt with a slightly raised eyebrows, an acknowledgement of shared info, at least for me and my generational peeps. So you have a little secret, is uh, what you say. Uh, Miss Wilson smiles and slightly nods. The whole mask thing made me nod more. That That is a good point as well. When well, you can't you, smile, you have to acknowledge somehow. But did you guys catch yourselves like smiling under your mask and then you realize no one. No one can tell your... Well, you can tell your... If you're smiling big enough, your you eyes... Smile with your eyes. Yeah, but otherwise, there would be lots of times where I would be smiling. More, more with my students, like, be smiling and then think, well, they, they, don't, they can't see or me smiling. So. Smile with your eyes as with your mouth. You're making an epithet that you're glad they can't see because you're masked <laughs> like this. All right, Brady. Uh, one, more, one, more, one more comment from Allison here. She says... Uh, the smile on the head nod is a way of letting them know I appreciate the gesture, but we're good. She does not need to be saluted. How very uh, patrician of you, Allison. Yeah, you know, you're a high-ranking officer. Sorry, Brady, we hijacked your topic. Oh, no, 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 no problem at all. Um, this one's pretty quick. Um, rarely taking a vacation is a uniquely American thing. In most countries, um, they get weeks and even a month of vacation. It's a way to get out of work, get away from work, get away and truly make a... But in America, we kind of see it as we're almost guilty. We feel guilty for taking a vacation. I, I was going to say, because it, a lot of it has to do with, uh, I don't like this term at all, um, but I'm going to use it. Uh, uh, there's uh, a lot of judgment in the workplace by by other people when people take off. Uh, and sometimes not even the boss. Yeah. I was going to use the word care, and there's a lot of Karens in uh, various workplaces. <laughs> what is the male uh, uh, Karen? Term? I think it's a Chad. It? Brad. Brad, Chad? A Brad. You Brad can be Todd, Karen. for all I know. That's dangerous. But, uh, but the, my point is, you're right, Brady. People are ashamed, but it's because it's... it's uh, I, well, in the I'm going to end up going off on this topic. I get frustrated ethic. with this topic. Yeah. I get well, frustrated. Well, 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 I, if it were me, all incentives to, to like, perfect attendance incentives would be banished. All that does is invite people to come to work sick and get other people sick. That is true. Uh, Miss Wilson okay. says Kevin's. And uh, Lauren, welcome, Lauren. Lauren says Brad. So maybe there's several male versions um, yeah. of that. And Allison says it's like there's never a good time to take a break or work in a vacation. We Yanks know how to get things done. It's in our, it's, it's hardwired into our ethic a little bit. So moving right along, uniquely American drinking from red solo cups. Solo red cups solo are a very cup. American thing. And even at um, big festivals in Europe, they still do glassware. 
class for a lot of like Oktoberfest. Um, the the disposable plastic cup is a very uniquely American thing, especially the Red Solo cup with its hidden measurements. Like because like the, there's notches on the Red Solo cup to let right. you know what the shot is, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's, that seems that, dangerous that's to have experience. glassware at festivals, especially in Oktoberfest. Most of our festivals are expressly yeah, yeah, no glass that areas. That yeah, exactly. All right, let's keep it. Um, here's a funny one: having boring currency. We're one of the we're one of the few countries in the world that doesn't have multicolor like denominations are not denoted by color. Like we call it monopoly money. But like um, the ones would be yeah. one color, fives and tens. So American money is uniquely boring. We're looked upon as having boring currency. It has gotten much more um, colorful in the past twenty years or so. It has, yeah, yeah, much more colorful. Still kind of dull. Having, so, but. yeah, we do, yeah, and um, we're one of the like the one dollar, the one I'm going to call it the one unit, one dollar coin was a major failure in America. Yeah, they tried oh, yeah. it with Susan B. Anthony and Sacagawea, and nobody wants, you know, a, 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 a pocket full of ones weighing you down. Well, American, yeah. Americans yeah. don't like coinage. We do not. 24-hour restaurants. Hmm. Uniquely American, born in America. It, they say it is very difficult, and I'm going to speak of ignorance here because I haven't done European or Asian traveling. But it, they say it is very difficult for Americans to find that twenty for that White Castle or Waffle House um, abroad. Um, so, if anybody has done some foreign tourism, are there twenty-four hour restaurants now, or is that is that something that we are exporting? It looks or- like that with if it's an American uh, business. You know, they say a White Castle. It looks like if someone were to, yeah. if they were to put a White Castle in, in you know, another country, it looks like they would ad- adopt the 24-hour. Yeah, like at Denny's in Abu Dhabi, yeah. you know, would it be 24 well, hours? But, but it depends on the culture, though. I mean, true. We Americans are looked down upon for uh, hijacking culture and things. I mean, if we go into another country and impose ourselves, I mean, that may be not seem to be good for business let's just say yeah i instantly okay. for some reason started thinking about perkins because uh, i just talked to someone the other day about this how much i miss perkins there in eastgate are there any perkins yeah. anywhere anymore yeah i i've seen them yeah. okay yeah i would say it was not i think it was regional kind of like frisch's there was more around this area but there was more than one of them but it wasn't like nationwide um like well for instance you won't find a denny's around here and I think, isn't that mostly out west? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's, there's, Denny's there's, yeah, there's, there's Denny's Yeah. There's Denny's in the tri-state area. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a Denny's in uh, Jeffersonville. There yeah. used to be a Denny's in Beachmont. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Uniquely American. Carding people who are obviously not 21. Um, you you know, mean under people. or over? No, like if they are us, I still get carded, you still get carded, and it makes my day if I go to Applebee's and have an adult beverage. Or, you know, especially 
chain or restaurant. Cracker Barrel. Or Cracker Barrel. <laughs> you know, right. I do not have enough blue tint to in uh, the hair. Uh, uh, only in Allison's country in Alabama. Yes. Um, but I thought that, and they say that uh, foreigners quickly learn it's wise to keep some ID. That um, in the United States, you're well into your 50s, that there's a good chance you're going to be ID'd. And that's policy, and that we're seen as very by the book. So, um, having cheerleaders at sporting events, uniquely American. The, like the Boston Celtics didn't. Correct. Well, I mean, man, Red Auerbach wasn't going to allow that. Yes. <laughs> um, you don't go to a uh, Manchester United game, and there's never been cheerleaders. You don't, uh, you know, I don't know, in Indonesia at their badminton uh, nationals, which is a big deal, no cheerleaders. So that is a uniquely American thing cheerleaders and sporting events. Um, getting coffee to go. Now, this surprised me. This is my, what do you call it, uh, cultural uh, unawareness. But this might be surprising in these days of Starbucks. But Americans, like every place else in the world, coffee is meant to be sat and enjoyed over conversation. It is not the fuel for the go engine. But couldn't that tie into the earlier... Uh comment about the not taking vacation, not taking hours off and things like that. I mean, Americans are, yeah. are you know, feel pressured to Fast take their days. coffee into work with them. Yes. Yeah, I, and I believe that's totally it. That's totally it. Um, you know... That was fast. Um, in this one, I, I'll go quickly. I'll, I'll be mindful of the 20 minutes, but leaving the AC running... I challenge somebody from another country, if they are in Ohio today, in my area, I challenge you not to leave the AC running because the uh, heat index got over 100 today. Well, but, but here's the thing, though. I grew up with no air conditioning, and I, I mean, there were hot days, and I, I survived, I mean, and I really didn't miss what I didn't have, I guess. So right. maybe that's a, a case of you know, we having things here in the United States, maybe other countries don't depend on like we do. So, yeah, I mean, just... I can remember a time not having air conditioning, uh, but I mean, like right now, giving it up would be. Oh yeah, very good. Yeah. Um. So, um, and I think I'll leave you with this one. This would be a good one to just stop on. Dining with over attentive servers, uniquely American. The server that always t- that's hustling for that tip, that is always checking in, filling your water, making sure everything's fine. Um, these did that especially to European travelers. That's a real annoyance when they dine in America. Is the overly attentive server? I wonder well, if that has. Some, some, go ahead, Eric. Well, the tipping is a, kind of an American phenomenon as well, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah that's what I was going to say. When we went when we went to Mexico a few years back to the resort. And I was doing research on all-inclusive resorts and uh, about tipping and things like that. And, and that's something that I learned. There are other other countries that that don't tip, and it's considered an insult, you know, in, in some places to to tip. And, and so it, I don't know that it's only, you know, it's American, but it's definitely something that is not recognized everywhere. I have your answer. Big tipping is uniquely American. What it says, um, 
that in the United States, in most European countries, service fees are included in the price of the meal, and they usually don't go above 8 to 12%. But in America, you're expected to tip upwards to 20%, um, or you get a dirty look from your server. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up a can of worms here. I think um, since pandemic, tipping has gotten really excessive. Well, like, for instance, I, takeout. You were never, like, yeah. you never tip a takeout. I agree. I, and I'm a, I am a notoriously large tipper. I always have been. I typically tip more than 20%, usually because of math. I start at 20% <laughs> and then whatever, I can round up and you know, get it to, oh, the, whatever. to the even uh, dollar. Uh, but one thing I've noticed is in, you know, like a sit-down type restaurant where it used to be like at the bottom of your receipt and it said like 12, 15, 20, or 15, 18, 20 it, yeah. the percentages, which I always appreciated them doing the math there for me. Now it starts at like 18, and it'll go like 18, 20, 22, or 25 or something. It goes, it goes over 20. And that, that yeah. has just been since, the, since COVID. Yeah. For those lazy math people, I can do my math. Uh, oh, I can do my math. I just prefer to round it up to, the, to an, even, an even dollar amount when I'm writing it. Well, you're not supposed to tip on the tax either. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. And I, I think I, sometimes those suggestions on the bottom of the bill add in the tax. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was interesting, like I said, when we were reviewing or researching because, you know, you go to those resorts and they say everything's included. Well, my opinion is you should still tip. And I know yeah. the workers appreciate the tips. Um, but there were some arguments, you know, uh, this message or this uh, Facebook group that I belong to for the resort we, we visited. There were people in there from European countries and things, and they were, talked about how, you know, in their country, you, they, they still tip, but in their country, tipping isn't yeah. accepted or it isn't. And the way I took it was it isn't even accepted by It's not that people don't tip. It's not even accepted by the workers or they're not, you know, they don't yeah. want to accept it or something. I don't know. Can I leave you with one more funny one sure. before we move on? Right. Sorry, this hit my funny bone, and I'll leave you with this, I promise. Um, advertisements for legal services and prescription drugs is uniquely American. Really? They said that uh, people that visit from other countries, and it's like, so, you want to go out, but you have explosive diarrhea? Get blah, 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 blah. If you take, and then it shows these people, and they're all wearing white outfits now, I guess, because that they could wear the white outfits because they don't have explosive diarrhea anymore. So if you'll notice anything involving like ulcerative colitis, they're always wearing white. And you know, uh, but anyway, there's all there's a yeah. <laughs> you, you know where that started? I don't know. In the real gestion. <laughs> Remember those commercials? The guy, the guy would turn green and end it. Oh, yes. Yeah. I still think the most effective, on point, over the counter, um, and it just conveyed the urgency, was this guy was getting it. He had, um, you know, it was a Pepto Bismol commercial, I believe, and he was at a stadium full of people. And it was halftime at football, and he was standing up, and he was had his hand on his stomach, which is the international symbol for "I got to go right now." And he stands up, and then everybody, and there's like a two-mile line to the bathroom, and you felt that gentleman's pain at that moment, and like that was an effective sales pitch for that product. Do you know what you do when you see that gentleman? You're across the aisle. Nod. <laughs>
<laughs> you don't, don't want to lift your head. That might take too much muscle control. That is the uh, intestinal distress. I get. I got you, buddy. I understand. <laughs> that, was, that was another round of commercials. You remember those? Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Or or the one where it kind of looked like the Macarena. It's like heartburn, indigestion, <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah. It was that was a Pepto Bismol yeah. commercial, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was a whole day, and I was cracking up because I was you know what? I junior high. We should go out to a. That. We should go out sometime dancing and, uh, you know, something, something we often do. We just go out dancing. Um, <laughs> we should go out dancing, though, and just do that dance to every song that, that, that comes on. Or maybe we should come to one of your band shows and do that dance. There you go. As long as you yell, play some Skinner while you're doing it. <laughs> play some Skinner, please. We'll yeah, I can't believe that's never been done. You know, I, people could... I am so bad at dances, and especially those organized, uh, everybody knows the same move dance, that they could be doing, the whole floor could be doing the Pepto-Bismol dance, and I wouldn't even know it. I I will not have a song telling me what to do. I refuse. (laughs) Get up, get up, get busy. Get up, yes, I will not follow orders for the song. Refuse. That's a rule of mine. Yeah, no no hokey pokey for Eric. (laughs) Exactly. I ain't putting shit in. yeah, Yeah, I'm not putting anything in the circle. I will put what I want in what I say. Put it in. Purposely, right. put, purposely put the wrong no. thing in. I, yes, I will not put my left elbow in. I will put my right foot in. Thank you. Thank you. I'll put my and spleen in. How's that? With oppositional defiant disorder. He refused to do that. He would not turn himself around. <laughs> tell me what it's all about. I'll That's tell you right. what it's all about. I'll tell you what it's all about. I feel like it. What if the hokey pokey is what it's all about? Boy, that would be something. That's deep. Can you imagine you find that shaman up in Nepal, (laughs) up on the mountaintop? Say, Master Guru, what is the secret of life? The hokey pokey, that's what it's all about. (laughs) And he gives you the nod. He gives you the head nod. He gives you the nod. (laughs) The meaning of life. Yes. All right, I uh, got several comments, most of all from our world traveler, Allison. Uh, coffee in a lot of countries is an opportunity to sit down and talk with or meet with someone. And kind of kind of like here as well. I mean, we talk about having a cup of coffee. Well, that's one of the things I look forward to as an old gentleman is to sit at McDonald's with four or five other old gentlemen and talk, and talk every morning. <laughs> and it's always McDonald's. Always. Yeah. Always McDonald's. My- and suspenders are involved. <laughs> well, because a lot of fast food places aren't known for their coffee. You know, like, not as well as McDonald's has always been. So I think that's probably why it's always been in McDonald's, you know. But you don't ever see them in Taco Bell or Burger King or Wendy's. <laughs> or Starbucks. Or Starbucks, yeah. Oh, I, I Dunkin' Donuts. With, I would not go to go with suspenders to Starbucks. I would not feel hip enough. Right. Allison also says in Germany it was rare to have air conditioning. Their houses were built much differently, but it didn't used to be as hot. And as far as the servers go in Europe, you're lucky if you can get one to acknowledge you. So it's the whole different problem. If you need some service, they're not they're not attentive to you. Uh, Miss Wilson, remember not having AC in the old high school building in the afternoon? It was hard to even function, let alone teach and learn. And we would sometimes get early dismissals. And- and, mind you, we were not allowed to wear shorts in high school. 
like one day forbidden one day day in four years and the world stopped that day yeah it's like schools say now you can can wear shorts when it's minus 30 if you want just whatever uh, Allison also says in several European countries the tip is included in the price. I think Todd mentioned that being a, a service fee or Brady. Was that you? One of you didn't mention that. I uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, when they say like you know parties of whatever six or more will. It's usually eight. Yeah, it is usually eight. Yeah. Again, that's that's hokey pokey ish. Don't well, tell me. That, Don't tell again, me. <laughs> and I and. I, and I don't say this to brag, but they're typically getting less tip that way. That's for, true. If I'm, yeah, I'm being honest. Yeah. Or, or are there more cheap asses in the world than there are? Well, yeah. Good tippers. I mean, I know people that will tip a dollar no matter how much they, you know, be at Jeff Ruby's and just pay three hundred dollars for the meal and they'll tip a dollar. But <laughs> on purpose uh, or just yes. out of unawareness. I think you'd have to be pretty daggone clueless if you give a dollar of yeah. a $300 meal. I may be exaggerating a little bit, but I I, I do know some pretty... Like like a $5 bill or something. Yeah, uh, yeah Miss Wilson also uh, gives us another commercial. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Yeah, that's another intestinal distress commercial. And I, I do have a comment on the... Uh, you talked about legal services on commercials. And... Uh, Actually, that is a relatively recent phenomenon as well, which I'm sure you all are aware. But uh, what you may not be aware of is that attorneys could be disbarred for advertising at some point. That really? th- That's why it's relatively recent, because the bar forbade it. Really? Yeah. And if wow. you advertised, you were considered to be a ambulance chaser sort. So you Shyster. were only supposed to get... You were only supposed to gather yes. business word of mouth. Correct. Or through the Bar Association. Okay. They would give you, uh, you know, some kind of clue you in on what attorneys practice what area of law, but uh, you didn't advertise. So No better call Saul. Yeah, none of that. All right, and, and that show may actually kind of give some a nod to that because I think when Saul started advertising in the show he was considered to be you know uh, like you said a shy yeah. bad all right, uh, yeah. all right Brady good topic again uh, on the American theme here on Independence Day week on American by your podcast theme all right American theme, theme. <laughs> <laughs> you if you will <laughs> All right, uh, we want to invite you again to our website and uh, look at our membership page. Membership support our work on the podcast. For more information, go to playitbyyearpodcast.com backslash support. And uh, from there, uh, you would be uh, have a link to uh, what is called Buy Me a Coffee. And Buy Me a Coffee is our crowdsourcing platform. And... Uh, you don't have to do it was, to go. Yeah, indeed. Um, I always forget about sharing this the, uh, website here so people can see it. All right, so if you look at the uh, Play By Your Podcast website, and there is a membership support slash support right there in the middle of the menu, and if you click on that, 
Again, if you see the top of the page here, you see our audio and video feeds as well as our calendar, which I have been uh, neglecting to. Can we take a minute and uh, tip our hat to Brady for that uh, this week's poster or for the last episode's poster? Can we? Can you put yeah. that up there? Again? Yeah. <laughs> that was a masterpiece. That was, and Thank I, you. Uh, Thank I, I like the comment. Uh, you know, I mean, I am I am proud from where I come from, but I like the comment that I believe it was Johnny put on there. Uh, what in the Brown County is going on? In this <laughs> Indeed. And I told Brady I appreciated him putting me on the skinny guy. Oh shoot! That's just I think that's your best yet, Brady. For one <laughs> Thank of them. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It, it was totally yeah. accidental. Hang on a minute. What is the I forgot about the cat. What is the cat down there? What? The, the second row down. The second oh, row here? Down. No. The, Was that the sparkle tush? Yeah, that's what oh, I said. Like, I yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. The, the, the Anu's cover. <laughs> All right, so there's our uh, membership page, and you see our Hall of Famers there. Uh, Allison, which we've uh, showed several of her comments. Uh, Christy Rocky, Joe Rocky, Chuck Griffin, Savannah Brown, and Jessica Longacre, Savannah and Jessica, also here in the room with us, where they were. I don't know if they're still here or not. But uh, uh, go to our page, click on the Buy Me a Coffee link there, and uh, you can look into our memberships. Thank you, Hall of Famers. Yes, very much. All right, Todd, in the uh, middle segment in the uh, episode 64 take it away mine is just going to segue right off of what brady was talking about uh you know i tend to have uh, a lot of topics over either food or uh kind of words and, and playing with words and idioms and all kinds of things like that so uh, my topic tonight is i have a list and again i won't read it verbatim, but I'll use it to guide our conversation. Uh, 30 American sayings that leave foreigners totally puzzled. So again, this kind of just goes right into what Brady was talking about, but focusing on some of our language. And right off the bat, we have a classic piece of cake. And it talks about, it's, it's uh, the person who is talking here talks about how they, um, uh, they were German born. And uh, when they first came to the USA, they heard everyone saying it was a piece of cake. And for the longest time, they always wondered where the cake was. And I thought that is about as written as you think about it. If you're a young, you know, German born and you immigrate and you migrate to the United States and you hear about a piece of cake, you're probably thinking, hey, I can't hey. about this cake yet. I see no cake. Is it German chocolate? <laughs> it reminds me of a great quote from history. Brady, just eat your damn cake. <laughs> Who said that? Todd Griffin said that. Oh, that's right. I did say that. <laughs> Eric, I got to stop for a second. Every once in a while, I see a face in the screen behind you, and it freaks me out. I, dude, I do just you see a face? sitting a here face. thinking the same thing. It, it's, it looks it's, like it's that the lamp. Yeah, I see the... that now, but, like, do you see where your fingers are? Those are those are the eyes where you just had your, like, yeah. nose. That's the eyes, down. yeah. And then there's its mouth that kind of has a mustache goatee type. <laughs> either Matt Boy from Weekly World News or Edgar Allan Poe. It could go either way. Yeah, it does have some Poe Poe look to it. All right. Uh, next up, we ha- and I never really thought of this, but scoot over. Scoot apparently that is over. apparently that is something that confuses <laughs> someone. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that just in my funny mode. I have never even given that a second thought. 
Well, and I think that's what's interesting about some of the some of the sayings in this list is we don't we don't really think about how they could be they could sound off to other people. But this is another person who was uh, not born in the United States, and they came to, came over here and they, their first day of school. A girl asked them to scoot over, and they were just lost. So were they looking for a scooter? Color me ignorant here. I don't understand what could be confused well, by that. Like a dog with worms? Like, like were they asking you to drag your rectum on the carpet? Or? Well, you're dragging your rectum when you're scooting over, right? Uh, yeah, Not for the same yeah, reason dogs are. Well, no, but I mean, is that what they're assuming there? No, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I don't really know, Eric. I think maybe it may, they just have it's the word scoot. Maybe they just maybe it's not a word that is readily known. Number three, put lipstick on a pig. Now I could definitely see how that would be very, especially if. It, if and it talks about how this is something in, in politics and about how a lot of uh, a lot of people in other countries don't quite understand our politicians. It says one of the main reasons the rest of the world finds American politics bizarre is that often we don't understand what on earth your politicians are saying. They're very fond, for instance, of this say, of uttering this bizarre expression, uh, which seems to have a fairly straightforward meaning, uh, but is truly weirdly American with its connotations of down-home farms and Avon salesmen. Well, let's be honest. I don't understand them a lot of the times either. So. Yeah. Uh, number four. Uh, break a leg and I think that one is probably so co- I haven't read it but probably so confusing because that is the last thing you would possibly want someone to have happen to them at a performance yet it's what you're supposed to say in our country you're not supposed but, to say good luck isn't that is that even American in origins I thought that was like from Shakespearean times I could be wrong sure. though, but not, it doesn't, I know Americans it doesn't say it all the time yeah or, or you say uh Impale yourself with a trident. <laughs> yeah, you know, break a leg. I don't get break. Never did get break. Disembowel yourself with that. With, with now I can see. Yeah. Don't break a leg. Yeah, don't break a leg. That's, In fact, that's, don't break anything. Yeah. Well, get ran over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, number five, knock on wood. Uh, sort of the opposite of break a leg. This expression said and done when someone hopes something happens or continues to happen. Uh, this is common throughout the English-speaking world. Um, unfortunately, those learning the language can't always quite piece together what it means with little context given to all this sudden knocking on tables and doors. <laughs> oh, okay. Can I put some comments up sure. here? Hey, I, again, I, I sit and see these comments. You all can't really see them unless you're watching Facebook, but... Uh... I, I chuckle at some of them. Uh, so Allison says, and Allison, you're going to explain this one to me too. Uh, spray some off. Oh, on, I okay, okay. I, off. Okay. I capitalize off. off. Okay. I got, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was reading it as spray some off on you. Like, <laughs> that, that's what I was reading it as. Yeah, like, like, like the opposite of on. Like, like spray one some off. says to the other scum. <laughs> yeah. Like spray a little bit off. Boss, spray you off some of that. <laughs> <laughs> she says her German landlord had to ask her what she meant by that. Uh, Gary, you have uh, all Gary can see, see is that face behind you, you now. Yeah, it's got a goatee. And, and he says it's changing. Now it looks like Franklin Pierce. Wow, it's creeping me out. I see spectacles on it now. Yeah. <laughs> spectacles. Not glasses, spectacles. Those are 
So the spectacles bring a certain picture in your mind. Yeah. All right, uh, Miss Wilson, uh, Mr. Salisbury, which was a teacher at uh, Eastern mm -hmm. High School, hosted a South American foreign exchange student and told her after she put her stuff away in her room, she should come downstairs and join them. An hour later, they went up to find her crying in her room because she did not know what stuff <laughs> was. Poor kid. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, is, you mean to go ahead? Moving, moving on. Yeah, moving, okay. moving on, moving on. Uh, not a big fan is a, is a term that is misunderstood sometimes. It says, I'm from the Ukraine, and I find it really strange when people say they're not a big fan of instead of saying they don't like something. And I think the idea behind that is possibly just like, why don't you just say you don't like it? Why do you need another way to say you don't like it? You know what I mean? Or do they think fan is like a thing that blows air instead of a fanatic? Well, yeah. but I even like when I think of fan, I, mean, I know fan is short for fanatic, but I think of sports entertainment. So like yeah. if I say, boy, I am a fan of extra sharp cheese, that just makes it sound weird that I'm like, that I just set like sharp, just sharp, go sharp. to the <laughs> extra sharp but you know what I mean I think maybe they look at it as a bit of embellishment or, or hyperbole yeah. you know just just going too much saying too much it's just it's too a cracker you don't have to say I'm a fan of Ritz <laughs> yeah you don't want to put on Ritz <laughs> number seven it, by the way do you like Ritz or Toll House better I don't see a difference well, do you mean in taste because in shape, you, there's surely... Well, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a difference in shape, not in taste. They're the same cracker. Shape totally and hue. Totally different cracker than a club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... So are, are, are Ritz and Toll House made by the same company? Is it Townhouse no. or Toll House? Townhouse, sorry. Townhouse. I said Toll House, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Townhouse. Toll House or cookies. 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 Cookies, yeah. So Townhouse makes the club crackers, right? Um, yes. The, the, the rectangle? Yes, in the green box. And then yes. Townhouse and Ritz are in a red box. Ritz are in a red box, yes. Yeah. yeah you're right, yeah. But are Townhouse and Ritz made by the same company? No. I don't know. Just, I think just the same cracker in a different shape. I Yeah, and I, I messed that all up. What I meant was the, the rectangle green one in the green box oh. versus the oval. Yes. Because uh, the, the Ritz crackers are round. That's right. Which ones are oval? Those are the townhouse. Those yes. are townhouse, yes. Ritz no, and I, townhouse taste alike. Yes, a club is not. Right. I, no. They're I even a lighter a hue. They're a, yeah. Hue. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a lot of hue. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it in my plum spread. <laughs> All right, uh, number seven. It's not rocket science. Similar to not a big fan, it's not rocket science. Is a way of explaining something by. Uh, wow, I've never put this together. Hyper, hyperbolically, hyper, hyperbolic, hyperbolicy, hyperbolicy. Yeah, Explain, that's a tough. Uh, yeah, that's a tough word. Uh, explaining what it's not in this with case, hyperbole. Yeah, uh, saying something is not too difficult, but for an outsider to the U.S., it might have them asking, "What do rockets have to do with anything?" So again, I think it's they're not understanding when we bring in other words when we could just simply say it's not difficult or it's not hard. Yeah. So the question is then, and I'm assuming this is the again, you know, they say about assuming, but like if we go to one of these other countries, they have little idiom sayings like we do that would make no sense to us in translation. Oh, I bet. I bet. I'm sure. 
Or are they just so literal? Do they just say exactly what... Is that more common in other places? Where they, if something's difficult, they say, wow, this is difficult, rather than... Coming out of some of the way to say it. Yeah, yeah, not difficult, my bad. Uh, the next one, breaking a bill. Like, to break a bill. Yeah. This person like, says that they travel change. quite a bit, and this is uh, one of the things they get funny looks about most often is when they ask if someone can break a bill. Or like Somebody break, break a 20. Yeah. Yeah. Never thought about that, but yeah. Not really breaking it. I mean, there's really yeah. no... T- I mean, no t- breaking it down, I guess, is where that comes from. Breaking down the... Yeah. Some person gets one of those uh, cutters, ka-chunk cutters, like you find in the copper... I mean, it, it, that's a term, that's a math term that we use as yeah. far as... Number nine, mystery meat. <laughs> uh, talking about spam or some unpleasant-looking meat-based dish sold in a cafeteria was... I've never seen a cafeteria sell spam or treat. Uh, seemingly unknown origins. Americans are fond of this Remember the term. green hot dogs from your... But the American phrase can also seem a bit mysterious to outsiders. Who on earth legalizes this substance? Why is it served to children? And what possibly possessed the Board of Health to let it become so common? Uh, it's an, so common that it's an idiot. Uh, this guy's Australian. He says Australia has its own weird kind of mystery meat called, I'm guessing, Devon. D-E-V-O-N. I Devin thought you were going to say Vegemite. Uh, which is just random Vegemite. parts of pork put into sausage. But at least... We know it all comes from the same animal, they say. Pork. <laughs> so I wonder if I can go to Jungle Gyms and get a can of Devon. Probably could. You can go to your show. I want to trick you. Your next final countdown show. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's well, spelled, spelled or, or, be, or, or better yet. Or better be yet, go, go get some, and you can do a taste test on the yeah. show next week. Well, we still need to have our... our Various canned meats uh, taste test. We have, I think we oh, still have Japanese candy. candies too. Yeah, I've got a bag full of Japanese treats. Yeah, we just need to do that live together. A Japanese treat like spam. We'll have. Okay. We'll have. Uh, we'll eat the various meats and then we'll have the the Japanese candies for treats for dessert. But mystery meat. I really think that comes from school and um, military. I think because like could be pork, could be beef, could be <laughs> possum. It's a mystery meat. JTMs. <laughs> Jesus, that's meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Fourth of July reference right there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I need somebody who's well versed in Spanish. What is the Spanish word for that? Because all I can Bats. think of is, this was Katani. <laughs> I want to know the famous version of Jesus got beat. <laughs> I need to know what that is. It's <laughs> I think that's Jesus would be. It, it's I'm, been a while. It has been a while since we've had a t-shirt idea. There's a t-shirt idea. Indeed. Like, like the Mexican version of uh, Chuck E. Cheese, Carlos A. Carlos A. Queso. Yeah. <laughs> Had a JTM in years. <laughs> There's a reason for that. No, I love JT. I had no problem with JTM. They had to be a little bit overdone, get a little crispy around the edges. Here we go. This is going to be a rat. <laughs> this is going to be a lupine distraction of epic proportions. Man, the thing I, JTM um, chicken and 
chicken nut was fine, but daggone it. Ah, those JCM burgers tasted like farm animal smells. <laughs> it, it tasted like a farm animal smells, and I, that, I'm sticking with that description. And every time, like, gosh, this just smells like a fair barn. You're, you're, you're going you're gonna to get sued by the Mossman. <laughs> All right, number 10, Fanny Pack. Uh, okay, this segues really into a, a comment that I got to put up here after you get through this. Okay, well, they Go just ahead. said that this, those tacky zippered packs that strap around, which, by the way, fanny packs have come back lately. They're yes. making a comeback. Uh, Along with mullets and short shorts. Oh, yeah. Uh, here in the UK, fanny means something vulgar, says Huffington Post reader Sonia Atkins. I found that hilarious and struggled to keep a straight face whenever any of my American colleagues used the word fanny. What does it mean? We, if we you use that. That's that's what I was going to say, Brady. We think of a fanny as your rear end. The British think of your fanny as the other side. Really? Genitalia. Hmm. Oh, of a specific gender or just in just body? in general. So, uh, like I said, that segues into this comment here. So, Allison says some words have different meanings in other countries. She says, I'll never forget the look on my aunt's face when she heard someone say they were going to knock your fanny up against the wall. My aunt was British, and that word had a completely different meaning there. <laughs> uh, one, of my, uh, one of our friends did student teaching in England, and he never forgets the time where a third grader came up and asked him for a rubber. And that's, a, that's an eraser over there. Yeah. And he's like, what? You know. So so fanny is, is the... the that part for both male and female? I, I believe it's general genitalia, yes. So it's if somebody had a fanny vasectomy, they would need a fanny pack to reduce the swelling? Yeah, so it's not know. fanny and manny? <laughs> <laughs> I know they had manny hose in the 70s. Okay, so Allison says the female front region. Very well stated there. So it must yeah. be a female only. So what is a? Now I have to ask, what is the male version of a fanny? I hope it's and a fanny. John Thomas. <laughs> a panani. A John Thomas, yes. It's a panani. <laughs> I thought that was a sandwich. A sandwich. Oh, panini. Hey, wait. <laughs> uh, Miss Wilson, haven't you ever wondered about what's really under the gravy in Salisbury steak? Salisbury steak, chicken. That sounds like a great horror novel, Under the Gravy. <laughs> of Salisbury Steak. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what... Uh, <laughs> I can try to use my traces of death voice. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what's under the gravy on Salisbury Steak? Well, now this you know. Hello? This poor fellow. Have you ever wondered what's under the gravy in a Salisbury Steak? <laughs> this poor soul. And now you know. Had his manny dined on by cats for months. <laughs> 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 that's, that's that's just for us. People probably have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. Number 12. Uh, don't be such a wet blanket. That is something, that is definitely a, 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 an older person thing. Yeah. You don't hear a lot of younger people say, stop being a wet blanket. Uh, this person says, uh... What's this have to do with blankets? Who looked at a particularly boring, fun-sucking person at a party, equated them to being smothered in a sodden piece of fabric? 
So, uh, on that same note, I don't know if it's on your list or not, what about a party pooper? I believe that would take a foreigner aback, would not? Would it not? It would. I, I don't see it on my list, um, but I... You know the origin of that is. I mean, I would say that it would be, the, it would be, it would go along with somebody saying that you, uh, when you ruin something, you, you blanked all over it. You just... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Blanked on my dreams. <laughs> we playing match game now. <laughs> All right, number thirteen. I got caught a wet. I've said this before, but I got caught a wet noodle by a substitute teacher one time when I was in elementary. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that. I don't know what that means. I, I, if anybody knows what a wet. Like, uh, I, you know. It was. He was a very. Uh, he was a, advanced in age. Uh, is the is the best way I would put it. And uh, he was I was. A codger. I was being perfectly uh, behaved. I was not doing anything wrong whatsoever, if, if you can believe that. That's called karma. It, no, I, I wasn't. I was giving him a hard time, and he's like, uh, I think he's like, get out in the hallway, you wet noodle. And so I went out in the hallway and wondered what a wet noodle, why I was a wet noodle for the next 20 minutes. He never I've made a give me either. He forgot I was out there. <laughs> now, I've heard uh, a limp handshake being referred to as a wet noodle. But uh, not not a personage being referred to as that. Here's one I know you like, Eric. Number thirteen, jump the shark. Jump the shark. Yes. Jump the shark. Um, I think uh, in a matter of seconds you can kind of uh, bring up what is most notorious for jumping the shark. Uh, yes, jumping the shark refers to the I believe it was 1977 episode of Happy Days where Fonzie was uh, in California along with the rest of the Happy Days gang and his uh, his uh, stunt for the episode was jumping a shark on water skis and uh, that particular term is now referred to uh, as slang for when a show jumps the shark it becomes worse after that point so people say that Happy Days jumped the shark and it became worse after that. Yeah. I wonder if now, there was speaking, a term. I wonder if there was a term or if there was any other show before that where something like that happened and they just didn't they didn't have a term for it or they didn't it cousin Olivered. <laughs> cousin Olivered, yes. Shows Olivered. Alright, I'm gonna pick it up here a little bit and just go through some of these. Uh, yell at me if one of them strikes your fancy. Tickles your fancy. There's another one. Fourteen, long in the tooth. Fifteen, a green thumb. Uh, Sixteen, keeper. A keeper. Never really thought of that. Like, like, you know, they're a keeper. Like, you know, someone you're with or something. Or so would a foreigner think of that? Like a like an animal keeper, like a zoo keeper, like like a beekeeper. A beekeeper, yes. Uh, 17, horseback riding. Uh, As opposed to horse shin riding? That's that's exactly what it says. Um, it, where else would you re- sit upon a horse to ride other than its back? So It's kind of redundant. Yeah. 18, ate it. When somebody falls, you say they ate it. <laughs> it was Ed. It was Ed. <laughs> 
<laughs> what I always wondered, though, that term, what did they eat? I mean, if you say they pavement. ate the pavement? Yes, yeah. the pavement. Okay. So they just the the ate it became, was short for ate the pavement. Yeah, yeah. correct. Number 19, how are you? Um, and, and this is another one of those simplicity ideas. This person here is saying that it took them a while to figure out that they literally just meant hi. Rather yeah. than just say hi, you know. So again, I think they're thinking, why not just say hi or hello? Or nod and smile. <laughs> so did they, uh, did they have like this impression that they had to give a very lengthy treatise as to how they were? So, yeah, my, my stomach's a little upset. Uh, I don't like the weather today. I took a stool softener last night. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, because this person says that they, uh, uh, let's see if it says where they're from. Um, it, it doesn't say where they're from. But it, this is one Reddit user, and they said that they actually answered the question until they figured it out, and, they, and it felt very awkward. I'm moderately neato. What did George Carlin? He had a bit about that, didn't he? Yeah. That, that was George Carlin. Fine. <laughs> Fine. How are you? Fine. Man, I miss George. Yes. Oh. 20, uh, period, as in, like, using period to emphasize something, you know, to say, I'm not going to the store and getting any more milk, period. Uh, I will not. Schwa. I will not. Schwa. Uh. <laughs> I will not hokey pokey, period. There you go. Um, this sometimes makes their statement have. Uh, this is uh, this is someone uh, from outside the United States, and they're saying that it sometimes makes their statement have less of an impact, where it seems to be intended to make more of one. So it's backfiring on, on them, is what they're saying. There will be no hoking the pokey, period. <laughs> uh, behind the eight ball, uh, working the graveyard shift. That's when you don't hear so much anymore. Yeah. I've got one to throw in there, and it's a, and it's a personal story. My uh, Honduran godfather, Ted, um, when he uh, first became the pastor at our church, it, what? Why'd you start laughing? Like every, every time I think of Ted, I think of the pig story. Yeah. I'll, I'll give that. I'll give that in a second. But, like, he, um, when somebody, somebody said to him, Oh, I'm just pulling your leg. And he was genuinely confused and horrified. He was like, no, you're not. What? what? Is that, you Stay know, away from my not, leg. Yeah. yeah, he did not equate teasing to pulling one's leg. Yeah. When, again, you could have just easily said teasing. I think that's I'm what joshing you. Yeah. I'm just joshing you. Yeah. I'm a fan yeah, of where, that. Where did that come from? What is that? I'm a fan of that, though. I like any. <laughs> I like any use of a first name like that when it means something else. Randy. I, I like. Uh, remember the uh, some of our uh, uh, John Thomas. An, the animals we talked about. Uh, that one. That one. Uh, Ra Randy the cane toad. Randy the cane toad. He needs to make an appearance on this program. Give love advice. Uh, this is a different one. Well, Canadian bacon. I never thought of this, but this this person's from Canada. And they say in Canada. If I say bacon without any qualifiers, I mean those strips of pork and fat that you fry. Uh, is that what American means by bacon? If so, then what is Canadian bacon? Ham. <laughs> but it's not ham. It's different. It tastes different than ham. It's 
cured there. It's probably in the process. It doesn't taste like bacon either, does it? It doesn't taste like either. Hanson's <laughs> uh, Canadian. Um, number 24 here. First base, second base. Um, so it confuses some people not from the United States. They're not used to... <laughs> Because uh, they're not used widely out of the United States. Do you think that's part of our obsession with sports? I'm saying it probably Yeah. Is. In India, yeah. in England, they get to the first wicket or the second wicket. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket reference. <laughs> well, that you say wicket? Wicket. What? what would a penalty shot be? Well. Up my alley. <laughs> Under the weather. Tell me about it. Uh, when a foreigner hears an American say this, they can be forgiven for assuming they are simply asking them to continue talking about what they've been talking about already. Instead, we usually say this to mean, I know what you mean. One American Redditor explains, during a normal conversation with my American friend, I told him about the weekend that I helped my friend move from San Francisco to L.A., that I was so tired after a five-hour drive. Then he said, yeah, tell me about it. So I told him how I prepared for the trip, packing and moving stuff, including, including driving around L.A. to find his new apartment. I prefer and how. But and how. I think tell me about it is the equivalent of nodding. It's it's you're saying I understand. I've yes. been there. I've done that. Indeed. All right. Almost so, done here. So, let, let, me, let me ask about Nadium. Now, obviously, I'm not a foreigner, but one that uh, maybe I've talked about here before. Head over heels in love. Isn't your head always over your heels unless you're, like, on a roller coaster or something? Which, by the way, Eric, much like your... My heels will never be over my head. Exactly. Much like your stance on the hokey pokey, your hands no. remains... No, your another... stance remains... Uh... <laughs> my stance will remain solidly with my head over my heels. Personal rule. I don't know where that came from. Well, I, that, that's going to take some research. We'll have to dive back and find the answer to that next week. Because I would love to know the answer for that. I mean, heels over head in love would make sense. I mean, you're just kind of floating there, and you're, hoo-wee, hey, I'm in love. And you see, and I'm doing, I'm doing flips and somersaults and such. But head over heels doesn't really make any sense to me. Uh, Continue. Uh, there's only three more on the list. Uh, there's only really one I want to, I want to uh, dig into. Number 28 is shoot the breeze. Um, 29 Monday morning quarterback, which again goes back to the whole idea Word. of them. They might even know what a quarterback is. It's not something that a sport that they watch. But number 30, spill the beans. Ooh, that's one of the games we play. Yeah, and, and I've often wondered about that. I don't know the origin of it, but, but how are words equated to beans or, or secrets equated to beans? What's so secret about a bean? I mean, they are the magical fruit. <laughs> There's no secrets after you ate them. They're very talkative after that. <laughs> and how? <laughs> and uh, tell tell me about it. <laughs> I Go with your that. back I self. Pocket out of my rear. <laughs> Another. <laughs> I believe that's an equivalent, is it? Tell me about it. <laughs> Carry on. Well, that just means continue. Preach it. And, Go on and, with your and. bad self. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't really know how it doesn't say here where that came from, but obviously it sounds more like. A kitchen accident or something rather than <laughs> kitchen accident. And there's really no other there's no other way I have ever heard of, of there's no other way of saying that. Like it's either 
telling a secret or spilling the beans. Nobody ever, nobody changed the the, the food item in the bowl or anything, you know. But nobody started saying, yeah, spill the soup, dump the chili. <laughs> that, that actually means something. <laughs> <laughs> Bean spillage does occur hours after the beans are eaten. Yeah. Uh, tip tip over the Brussels sprouts. I mean, nobody. <laughs> All right. Drop the couple. okra. All right, uh, a couple more comments here. Uh, Miss Wilson, uh, that's a keeper. Could be a fishing reference. That's true. Yeah, that is true. And uh, Sarah's with us. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Better late than never. All right, uh, good topic, Todd. Always love the uh, conversations on the uh, sayings, and we, that has been a recurring theme on this show that uh, I always love discussing. Yeah. Always, always good for some hilarity. Yes, sir. Time for right. a gain. Yeah, so um, first of all, speaking of isms, uh, if you want to know what we're talking about when we use certain terms, and again, I think Todd made the comment that was just for us. We were maybe using some isms there. I don't know. But uh, uh, some of the terminology we use may cause not only foreigners to question what in the world are they talking about. It could also cause... Uh, people from this country to wonder what we are talking about. So if you really want to know what we're talking about, uh, I don't know if you want to be in, in our minds or not. That may be a dangerous place to be. But if you do want to know that, you can, uh, again, go to our website. There it is. Uh, we don't want you to feel like a harish out of water. Harish out of water, yes. Uh, play by Earisms, which is right there on the uh, menu. You scroll down. And our glossary of isms, which I think we need to add ish, as uh, Gary. And uh, we, we will footnote you, Gary. I think that's a, a good definition of ish. We always talk about 20-ish minutes that we talk about things. And ish is uh, mostly beyond 20 minutes. He says 2.5 times. I don't know if it's that much, but... Um, <laughs> Brady, there's lupine. I think you use a lupine discursion or... A, excursion there uh, earlier rabbit di hole. diversion uh, for rabbit hole yes so we've used uh, uh, in, uh, intestinal intestinal distress, distress which is right there euphemism for having a case <laughs> read it Eric read it <laughs> a euphemism for having a case of the poops farts or burps usually, <laughs> usually accompanied by a foul stench or report <laughs> Read the sentence. Use it in the sentence, please. <laughs> After eating the last hot dog left at the gas station at 3 a.m., Wilhelm suffered an intense episode of intestinal distress. Which would explain the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Klaus and Wilhelm. Once again, a nod, a George Carlin. Yes, George Carlin. That, that would be a backward head nod to George Carlin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I'm going to feel self-conscious about that for a week, whether I do this. Yeah, or you'll that. catch yourself mid mid nod. Like, and end up doing this. So you know, you'll be thinking: Should that have been a frontward nod or a backward nod? Because they they vocalize different things. All right. So uh, to topic three, which is our weekly game, and. Today's game is called That's It. That's it. That's it. Right there. That's it. So the object of the game, we will have a timer. 
said timer being right there. And I will, of course, keep you apprised of the time. And uh, very simply, this is uh, kind of like the old game show Password. So uh, I will give you like a definition. And uh, we'll do uh, one here as an uh, example. A type of entertainer on a cruise ship. So when I give the scenario or the definition, I'll turn the timer over and our co-host will start shouting answers. One word is the correct word, the password, so to speak. And whoever says the password first gets the point. So that's how the game works. Very simple. Singer. Go. Lounge, lounge singer. No. Cabaret. Magician. No. Magician is correct. Ding, 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 ding. All right. So Todd with the magician is correct. And I don't think I can... By the way, I'm on a losing streak here. I got a lot to prove this you, week. You, you are on a losing streak. Ooh. I need my moho back. <laughs> the All right. horizon. Let me see. I'm going to have to have to do something different with the timer here. So I don't think I can use the sand because then the sand has to run back out and I can take some time. So I'll just kind of keep an eye on our 20-minute timer and I'll give you 30 seconds. Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll give you 30 seconds. 30 seconds. All right. Okay, gentlemen, schmelman. And, uh, by the way, Johnny Whitney with us. Uh, his, his answer was juggler or juggler. <laughs> close, Johnny. Not, yes, close. Very close. All right. So I guess a magician could juggle as part of his act, his or her. Could act. indeed. Could well, was indeed. that ever entertainment anyway? But I digressed. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot oh. drop things creatively. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Schmemmen. Here is the word that we're looking for or the definition scenario whatever you want to call it now, hey eric one one i, I want to ask you one thing are you going to are you going to answer are you going to say like go or like i will say after i say go yes you can start to answer okay. so I'll, I'll give you the scenario say go and okay. you can start all right gentlemen a reason why kids might wake up their parents go nightmare Nightmare. Right off the bat, nightmare. Correct. Would somebody in a non-baseball country know what right off the bat means? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Flying mammal. So, Brady, your moho is no-go right now. one nothing, Todd. Oh, no. <laughs> moho, oh, no. All right. Something that is best done using both hands. Go. Driving. 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 Brady. With the answer. Yes. Brady. <laughs> I want to protest. I said the exact same thing at the exact same time. No, you didn't say it at the same time. I heard Brady first. And I am the judge. Yeah. I, here come the judge. Here come the judge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, gentlemen, an animal with whiskers, go. Cat. Cat. Dog. No. No. Fox. No. Seal. No. The hell. Um, Rabbit. No. Squirrel. No. Chipmunk. Chipmunk. No. Wolverine. Um, dog. No. No. Groundhog. Oh. 
Nope. Or lion. Skunk. Tiger. Oh. Hopeless. Um, catfish. Mine. Catfish. Nope. No. Oh. Catfish. Oh, <laughs> um, um, uh, deer. No. Deer. <laughs> Thirty seconds is up. Thirty seconds is uh, up. Angelfish. Thirty seconds is up. What is it? <laughs> Angelfish. <laughs> Angelfish. Oh, not, not a husker or what? A husker fish or whatever. A husker do. A husker do. Whistling mm-hmm. bungholes. <laughs> Walrus. Oh, Walrus. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Whitney said Weasel, not Weasel, and uh, Miss Wilson with Man nice. was her guess. That was a nice guess. Wow. Well, the one coach is the Walrus. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Andy Reid. Or the uh, what? What was uh, Stafford, the the pro golfer? That, that looked yeah, like Craig Stadler. Yeah, yeah it looked Stadler. like a young Wilfer Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, a place where you might see. Hold on, hold on. I get. I, you know, either one of you got a point there. So no. We're still one to one. A place where you might see stars. Go. Sky. Sky. Observatory. I, I, I jump out. No. no. Uh, Hollywood. Hollywood, Todd. With the answer. Too literal, too literal for me. <laughs> All right, so Todd, two to one. I wouldn't be a very good drag racer. I'm, I'm jumping the gun, but so far no, my answer hasn't been right. You, you don't have to take turns. No, I meant like I've, I've, I've answered right before you said go each oh. time. But it was All the right. wrong answer, so it didn't matter. Gotcha. All right, so two to one, Todd. Next word, scenario, definition. Something that makes people sneeze. Go. Hey. Dust. No. Straw. No. Uh, Flowers. Germs. No. Pollen. Brady. Is uh, nip and tuck here, two to two. Tip and nuck. Tip and nuck. <laughs> the tiggle gain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ugh. All right. A body part that often gets broken. Go. Hand. Fingers. Toes. Now, finger. Brady. Finger. <laughs> Three to two. Brady. All right. A place where you must first pass through a turnstile. Go. Airport. Baseball game. No. No. Football game. Concert. No. Stadium. No. Airport. Uh, Ride. King's Island. Amusement park. Subway. 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 Brady. It's a ride. <laughs> it is a ride. Pulling away, Brady. Pulling away. Yes. And your mojo's four back. To, four to two. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Something you shake before using. Go. Ketchup. No. Mustard. Blow stick. No. Um, um, uh, Salt. Pepper. No. Pepper. No. no. Uh, uh, Spray paint. Shady paint. Cream. paint. Spray paint. No. No. Uh, paint. Uh, lotion. No. no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pudding. Um, oh, man. Uh, no. 
biscuits. No, five seconds. Uh, 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 uh <laughs> orange juice. Apple Time. Time. Thermometer. Oh. Thermometer. That's outdated. <laughs> Just digital age. <laughs> All right. They're funnier when we don't get the right answers. That's, that seems yeah, that's to be true. the... Uh, well, what, Todd, do you guys remember um, I put, like, there was an accident on Puddin' Sack Road or Puddin' Bag Road? I was <laughs> cracking like up. That. Yeah. Why would you shake pudding? Why, bag. why would you shake pudding before using it? Shake a pudding. <laughs> shake a pudding. That was a brand where you just added no. the milk and you shook it. No. Never heard of such a thing. It would be called shookin' puddin' then, not yes. shake puddin'. Is it shakin' puddin'? Eric, shookin you never pudding. heard of it either? My mom made shake and bake and I helped. Shookin' puddin' sounds like somewhere in Michigan. <laughs> shookin' puddin' Michigan. Shookin' puddin'. Uh, I, I, want you, I want you guys, I want you guys to look up, oh no, I, I'll, I'll take care of it. I will look it up on my phone and show you the package and continue on. Please don't show me your package on the phone. <laughs> Yeah, no packages. Please. Right, uh, Johnny guessing Menards. <laughs> and biscuits. Yeah, you got to shake the biscuits before you pop open the can. Menards. Or it'll explode all over you. <laughs> Sound like a big explosion. All right. Ah, yes, Miss Wilson. I'm surprised no one said Moneymaker. There's an idiom for you. That, that, that would cause foreigners all kinds of distress, too. Moneymaker. Okay, gentlemen, a two-word U.S. capital. Go. Uh, Little Rock. Crap. No. Uh, man. Carson City. No. Des Moines. I'm drawing a blank. Des Moines. <laughs> Brady. No way. No wow. Way. Des Moines. I was not ready for, for a geography question at all. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> all oh, right. Goodness. Five to two, Brady. An event where you might cry, go. Funeral. Wedding, Brady. I went with the obvious. <laughs> Shake a pudding. Wow, I take that one. Never heard of it. Yep, I stand corrected. What? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. I like some pudding, but I don't know that I'd put it in that thing and shake it. So you put okay. milk in it and shook the pudding with the milk? What, what did you come up with? What was the end result? It, it was powder inside of it. So you would add, you would add the, the milk. It's basically instant pudding. Oh. Yeah, but then it's the pudding would pudding. be all over the edges of the cup and inside you'd have to scrape well, it out. It, it, it was basically like, a, like where you mix drinks, where it was sealed. And you would put it in, put, snap the lid back on, and shake it, and then it would become its um, plasmatic state instead of just, yeah. All right. It didn't have skin on it. I didn't want it. <laughs> put the skinner. <laughs> Gotta have pudding skin. Uh, I, I got very distressed when I was a kid by the pudding skin. Oh, yeah. Because it, it didn't have skin on it in the commercials. No. I love pudding skin. Uh, uh, pudding's not supposed to have skin. When it's hot, it does. When it's warm, when it's freshly made out of the out of the kettle. But when you didn't know that, but when it had a that sheen skin over it. on it, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I disposed of the skin. <laughs> Nothing like the gravy skin at the school cafeteria. Well, now, gravy skin's a whole like different story. Skin. Oh, that reminds me of that. You remember the gravy that looked like a hockey puck? It was gelatinous <laughs> hockey puck <laughs> with, with the mashed potatoes around it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was that, awful. It was gelatinous. Was it frozen? No. No. It, 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 was, it, was, just, it was just slimy. It was, it, it was jello slimy. gravy. Jello gravy puck. So, Eric, you mean to tell me <laughs> that you will eat meringue, but you won't eat pudding skin? No. No pudding. <laughs> that, those are different. He's removing the epidermis. Before he dies. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the game that I'm getting Mer- destroyed. Meringue does not have the consistency of pudding skin. All right. A type of boat without an engine. Go. Uh, sailboat. No. Uh, uh, canoe. Paddleboat. Canoe. Todd. Back on the board. I thought you said boot. <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> boot. That's my. That's my trick. I'm gonna oh. not speak. I'm gonna not enunciate. So then I throw you off and you wonder <laughs> no. what I say. All right. A country known for its ancient ruins. Go. Egypt. Greece. Egypt. Brady. Quick on the draw. Nice. 7-3. All right. A fruit that is about as big as your head. Go. Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. Ah, oh. on. Quickly. With the answer. Cantaloupe. It was, Cantaloupe. What was really weird is the first the, the fruit in my head that I was was bound to determine I was going to say was banana. And at the last second, I didn't because that would have been the weirdest answer. Banana as big as your head. Nobody with a banana-shaped head. All right, gentlemen, an Olympic event. In honor of the Olympics coming up here in a few weeks. An Olympic event that is timed to the microsecond. Go. Swimming. 100-meter dash. Swimming, Todd. With the answer roaring back into the game now, seven to five. Rolling. Amigos rolling. Score. Right. All right, very simply, gentlemen, the next one is a shape. Go. Square. Circle. No. Triangle. No. Rectangle. No. Trapezoid. Uh, no. Diamond. No. Heart. No. No. Uh, Shamrock. Parallelogram. <laughs> Rhombus. No. Um, no. Oh, crap. Uh, uh, a French wave. Um, a, uh, I got the game perfection in my head, and I just can't. Uh, diamond, square, uh, We already said circle, oval. Cube. No. Uh, cylinder. Prism. No. Uh, hexagon. Octagon. No. Octagon. Finally, Brady with the answer. I was going to go up to so I could say dodecagon. <laughs> that would have been the best answer. I always thought that would be a great band name, Dodecapus, and have a, a, a 12 tentacled creature. <laughs> All right. Gentlemen, something that is found in almost every room of a house. Go. Window. 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 
window. Uh, the answer, eight to six, is our score. Something that is or can be fried. Go. Bacon. Chicken. Ham. No. No. Turkey. No. Eggs. Meat. Eggs. Brady. Eggs. Nice. It was the ever-popular turkey. Turkey is not something you think of as being fried very often. No, that, that is a that fairly recent 12, phenomenon, though. I saw that on Channel 12 during uh, Thanksgiving. There was a deep-frying station that going. I've wanted it nightly since. <laughs> it looked delicious. All right, gentlemen, a pet that you probably would not take for a walk. Go. Snake. Fish. No. Spider. No. No. Uh, Iguana. No. no. Bird. Bird. Todd. Bird. Bird. Pipsquack. Bird. Lovable. The adorable. Pipsquack. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A type of chip. Go. Potato. Potato. Poker. No. Poker. I was so confident in potato that I never even had a second answer in my head, Brady. Nice job. Cow. Cow. Ten to seven. Buffalo. Johnny got the octagon, right? Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. A fruit that a bartender uses. Go. Orange. Lime. Lime. No. Lime. You said lime, Todd. We, we both said it, kind of. It, it, I think we simultaneously yeah. said it. Throw it out right. or give us both a throw point one. Yeah, throw it out. We'll, throw it we'll, out. We'll, we'll throw it out. Okay. Something that you pop. Go. Zit. Bubble wrap. Corn. No. Uh, no. Uh, corn. Cotton. Uh, pack. No. Weasel. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Jack in the Box. Uh, no. Pop. Uh, uh, bubble wrap. Um, no. A top. A pop, pop lid. A cap. No. No. A cap. Uh, <laughs> corn. No. What? Oh, corn. Um, <laughs> um, a squat. Uh, a squat. Um, Five seconds. Pop. A weasel. A wheelie, I said a weasel. A um, no. Oh. Time. Man. Oh, you're going to slap yourselves. A balloon. Oh. A balloon. <laughs> yeah. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A soup that begins with cream of go. Cream of wheat. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> cream. <laughs> no. Chicken. Celery. No. Celery. Celery. Cream of Brady. chicken. Brady. Celery. Wheat. I'm a guy. My next trick line. is just to say something guy. completely. Oh, my gosh. 12 to 7. Cream of wheat oh. soup. That's the cream of wheat. Good stuff. Marley. All right. <laughs> hey. A fairy tale animal. Go. A donkey. Oh. No. No. Or Goofy. Unicorn. No. Pluto. No. No. Dragon. Um, no. 
a bear. mouse. No. Uh, a, a wolf. Wolf. I didn't know if we were supposed to name the name or the type of animal. Yeah. Just however you take it. Barf. <laughs> Yuri says uh, cream of wheat is a type of chili, I believe. <laughs> uh, chili yeah. soup. Yeah. Some some menus have it as chili soup, which I think is redundant. We've talked about that before. We don't know the difference. Sandwich. See, didn't we? Somebody chimed in last time when we talked. Someone about said that. there's a difference. I don't. Yeah, remember. they said it's, it's wetter. It's like chili soup has more water, and chili is more tacky. It's more. Uh, you know what I mean? It's more. Uh, Anybody firm. who says chili soup is the people that say wiener sandwich <laughs> and codfish. <laughs> Uh, all right. Gentlemen, something you spray out of a can. Go. Paint. 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 Interesting. I used, tried that on another answer. You did? Which yeah. was wrong. I just keep yelling. Cream of wheat is going to be an answer here. So. <laughs> 12 to 9. Something with a long neck. Go. Giraffe. No. Uh, mongoose. Or a, no. uh, a snake. No. <laughs> a snake. Horse. No. Donkey. Uh, no. Uh, Grasshopper. Uh, <laughs> prairie dog. No. Uh, a um, meerkat. Uh, no. A lizard. A snail. No. Five a, seconds. A sheep. A no. person. Oana. Alpaca. No. Yeah. And a bottle. Oh, a what? <laughs> a bottle. Oh, good God. <laughs> uh, Gary said ferret. That's a good guess. All right. So we, we reach the end of our 20 minutes. We need to have a bet here. So. Are we doing a bet or are we going to 15? We can go to 15. Let's go to 15 and then we'll. Call it. We'll yeah. The then we'll do the bet. Yeah. yeah. No, we need to have a bet, Brady. No. Yeah, we uh, have a bet. Oh, Brady, come on. Okay. Gotta have a bet. Okay. Gotta put some strategy in this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> An instant, in quotes, instant food. Go. Soup. Pudding. No. Pudding. Pudding. How about if that? It, if it was cream of wheat, Pudding. I would have flipped. <laughs> Hi, that would have been great had it been cream of wheat. I, I think this episode said the all-time pudding reference record. <laughs> All right, 13 to 9. Temple <laughs> no. A job where you might get wet. Go. Lifeguard. Uh, Lifeguard. Man. Man. Quick on the draw. Fourteen to nine. So we're one point away from the bet. <laughs> Gary threw the cream of wheat out there for an instant. <laughs> <clears throat> Something found in a refrigerator door. Go. Ketchup. Ketchup. N- Mustard. No. No. Pickles. Pickles. Mayonnaise. Todd. Pickles. 
keeps himself alive. 14 to 10. Keep yourself alive. Uh, here we go into the. Uh, it's going to take some knowledge. A human muscle. Go. Pectoral. No. Bicep. Deltoid. Bicep. Uh, Triceps. Diaphragm. Brady. Triceps. All right, say diaphragm. Diaphragm. Okay, so we have reached our 15 point threshold. Jujuda. 15 to 10. We need a bet. You must bet at least half of your points on this final question. Currently, again, the score 15 to 10. Okay, I got it. Got my number. Okay. Gentlemen. Our answer, a good food to throw in a food fight. Go. Tomato. No. Apple. Pudding. Ham. No. Bologna. Potatoes. No. Banana. No. Egg. No. Ham. Lettuce. No. Uh, turkey. No. Fruit salad. No. no. Uh, pear. Gravy. Pineapple. No. Um, grapes. No. Grapes. Hamburger. Uh, hot dog. No. Croutons. No. Uh, marshmallows. Shoot. Uh, pie. No. Olives. Um, Olives. No. Apples. No. Bacon. No. Ah. Bread. Uh, no. Um, pizza. Pepperoni. No. no. Uh, uh, cheese. Um, <laughs> peanut butter. Gosh. No. Crackers. No. Vegetables. Uh, cookies. Tomatoes. No. Tomatoes. Jelly. No. Oh, relish. Pineapple. Okra. No. No. Mayonnaise. Um, no. Ranch. No. Oh. Uh, oh. Cream of wheat. Pretzels. Um, <laughs> pudding. No. Uh, soup. Uh, Chili. Soup. Yeah. Cereal. No. Yeah. Um, Ferret. Uh, um, pickles. No. Sausage. Oh, cabbage. No. Good lord. Ham salad. We went beyond our 30 um, seconds. I'm waiting for someone to get the salad. answer. Chicken salad. Chicken no. salad. Dumplings. Potato salad. No. Um, Dumplings. Noodles. No. no. Mushrooms. Um, no. Fish. Sardines. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm calling time on this. We're going to do another question. We're going to do another question. You literally said every food there is. No, you, apparently you didn't. Spaghetti. Oh. Oh. All right. A bird of prey. Go. Eagle. Hawk. No. no. Chicken. Hawk. No. Eagle. No. no. Falcon. Falcon. Oh. Brady Falcon. Oh, oh. He was even freezing up and he got it. <laughs> Brady, what did you bet? Eight. Eight. What? what are you laughing at? My hands you were kind of frozen you're, there. You're behind. Oh. Yeah. Todd, what did you bet? I bet it yeah, all, man. Bet it all. He bet it all. And he comes up short. So our final score, Brady 23, Todd nothing. Well, that looks a lot worse than what it was now, doesn't it? <laughs> it does indeed. All right. It's a fun game. That was a fun game. It was garbage runs. Garbage time. It's fun game. Still, still lagging. Yeah, a little, a little lag. 
All right, so that was episode 64 of the Play By Your Podcast. Uh, kind of an American theme there with uh, Independence. Freeze up. You, you are starting to freeze up. Uh, kind of an American theme here in this show due to Independence Day being on Sunday, so we wish you a happy Independence Day uh, for all those uh, little gatherings you may have. Uh, I don't know if we have any fireworks around here close by, but uh, you might set off some of your own maybe or whatever, but uh, we wish you a very happy Independence Day. And, what is Brady uh, doing right now? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he is frozen. <laughs> He's doing that weird smile like he did at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> uh, he, he's like the, uh, the 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 end screen of a 70s sitcom. <laughs> on purpose, on purpose. In, in mid-laughter. All right. Uh, like I said, have a good Independence Day. We That's do exactly want to remind you. Have a good Independence Day. Remind you that the audio version of this show will be out on Friday at 3 a.m. As always, you can find it on uh, most of uh, any platform that you would find an audio podcast on. Also, uh, the video version uh, will be uh, archived on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, any of those outlets you can find our uh, video version. Excuse me, I think I said audio. But uh, any of those things are, uh, again, archived on those platforms. And uh, if you want to see our links to our various uh, platforms, you can go to our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. And again, that rounds out episode 64. Uh, Don't know what day we'll be on next week. We haven't really talked about that, but uh, again, we'll send out invites and let you know uh, via our social media platforms. So uh, keep an eye out, and uh, we appreciate you all being here. Anything for the good of the order, gentlemen? Peace, peace. Everybody be safe this weekend. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.